Shut up. Sit down. Strap in. You don't need your mama's permission. Hang on. This is the Battle Podcast. What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, John Durham. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Ray Ray all day. What's going on, Brada? Oh, man, just sitting back, chilling, taking it easy. Easy week. Yeah, easy week, I know. Last time I talked to you, you were all doing these humanitarian acts. And then last week, you're talking about how you took a hiatus. Who's going to, I mean, who's going to mow that lady's lawn now that you've taken a break? I mean, well, you taking a vacation. He's kind of pissing us all off. You know? <laughs> yeah. I thought he's going to write a book or something. <laughs> John's going to write a book. How, why I'm pissed off at the redneck. <laughs> I mean, I thought his jokes are bad enough. And then he's got to bring in humanitarian acts. <laughs> I got to tell you, man. <laughs> hey, man, I got to make up for it somehow. There it is. There, there it is. <laughs> oh, I love the new sound effects. The new sound machine. Oh, we got to have some fun up in here, man. We got to be real. Kind of slacking, man. I got to get back into my groove. I'm running out of stuff to do. I, I actually think I'm going to build a barn. Bro, I mean, who does that? Like, they crawl out of bed in the morning and say, I think I'm going to build a barn today. Me? I mean, I crawl I crawl <laughs> out of bed in the morning and I think about, like, Rice Krispies because all I hear is snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> you know? You know what time that ice cream truck's coming by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I already told you, though. I ain't running after it. I'm sending the kids to go get it. Get up! The ice cream truck's coming! (laughs) There's a good, there's a saying in my house, I buy, you fly. That's it, man. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking, I'm seriously thinking about building a barn. What are you going to put in that barn? But it's going to be my barn this time. Whose was your barn last time? My neighbor's. (laughs) You bought a barn on your... No, no, no. no. I didn't buy the barn. Okay. I helped with the barn. Oh, you had me. You lost me there. I'm thinking you bought a barn and gave it to your neighbor. I'm like, dude, you're really pissing me off. (laughs) No, dude. Dude, I ain't got no work coming, man. I ain't got no money. Buy nobody a barn. What what are you going to put in this barn? I'm going to put tractors. I'm going to put lawnmowers, utility carts. And um, part of it, we're going to build a a machine shop. My dad's retired. Like we, we talked about a couple podcasts back. Dad's retired. Trying to get him a little something to do. You know what I mean? He's 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 just kind of sitting around. He's trying to find something to do. He used to, he started as a machinist. So he's getting that urge to get back into it. And he's got a buddy who's retiring now who owns a machine shop. And he's going to sell him some equipment. So I'm going to make part of that barn a machine shop for my dad. Now you say machine shop. So what's what's he going to make in the machine shop? Whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he's not out there. He's not at it. Dad, just get out there and make something, bro. That's it, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, you're making me crazy. That's it. <laughs> whatever, make something. I'm just kidding. Whatever I can think of, I'm going to have him make it. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Yeah. yeah you better Somebody done lied to Ray. They ain't a, they ain't a damn tractor, tractor on this planet going to make him look sexy. No, that's impossible, <laughs> man. There's a reason we're podcasting and not videoing. <laughs> that's right. And we want to apologize for those of you that were subjected to our Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what we're saying is, is true. Yeah, it's all we're, truth. We're not lying here. That's for sure. And speaking of Facebook Live, dude, let's go ahead and hook up. Thanks, guys. Thank you all who are listening. Thanks thanks to everybody who's uh, liked our Facebook page. If you haven't liked it yet, go on there, man. Go on, like it. You know, follow us. Uh, this way you know when we're coming up, when things are happening. If you want to reach out to us for subjects, for something to talk about, if you're at a particular battle yourself and you want to know our take on it, again, we're not pastors. We're not psychiatrists. We're none of that stuff. We're just two dudes who have gone through a lot of crap that we're just trying to help other men be the best man they oh, can well, be. Oh, well, we're actually willing to have the conversation. Exactly. And that's one step ahead of 
99.9% of the other men out there on the planet. That's it. Exactly. At least we're willing to engage in the conversation to create dialogue and, you know, real, real dialogue. Real, yeah. Things that, I mean, truth. I mean, a lot of times, you know, you'll notice on this podcast, we use ourselves as examples because I mean, we're in it. That's what we're doing. We're living this every single day. It's, exactly. We're not, we're not excluded from this. I mean, 99% of the content is directed at us anyway. Right. And we know? fail, we fail. And we'll tell you our failures, you know, because and in our previous podcast, pain is the best teacher. If you can learn from our pain, awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So again, wanted to thank everybody. And if you have anything specific that you want us to talk about or something you're going through, hit us up, man. Email us at thebattlepodcast at gmail.com. Hop on Facebook. Nowadays, Facebook is for old people. We're going to get into some of the younger people technology, you know, some maybe some Twitter. Maybe Bro, some, I'm on Facebook. Like I said. <laughs> We're <laughs> so, but anyways, we're gonna hop on Twitter, Instagram. We'll get there. You know, we're coming yeah, around to it. We're making our way around the mountain, right? Exactly. But right now, it's just the Facebook page, the Battle Podcast at Gmail dot com, and you can find our our podcast now on Spotify, on YouTube. There's several different platforms, Stitcher, I think on the Apple platform too. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're actually, we're growing. We're getting into some more stuff. And I want to thank everybody for listening and hit us up with anything you got. Don't be shy. Well, I mean, also, I want to take this opportunity to thank our, thank our boy Fritz, our producer, man. Yeah. You Where's know, the applause? Got, got hit the applause. Productions, man, in the house. You got it, man. I mean, yeah. this, this guy does a lot of the behind the scenes for us. I mean, he makes things sound seamless. He actually makes me sound halfway decent, which is difficult to do. And so I just want to give a shout out to him and also take this time to do a little plug that God stories radio, man, they got a podcast out there that, that, that zones in on testimonies. And so and you guys are the guests next week on Thursday night. Yeah, next Thursday, boy. Boy. And you can guests. tune in live to listen. It is Mixler, M I X L R.com slash God dash stories dash radio. And you'll, the, you'll hear the boys here live. Nice, brother. Do they, looking forward to that. Do, do the other yeah, ones? Me too, man. Do the other ones know what they're getting themselves into? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about well, that. But they I better what, Ray? They better red neck. Nice. Question though, <laughs> we're that? making our way around the mountain. Are we sitting on our donkeys? No, we ain't. We ain't sitting no. on donkeys. No. Okay, we Just we checking. They ain't a donkey big enough to be for me to be sitting on. <laughs> I'm riding the Clydesdale, brother. I ain't seen one towing an ice cream truck yet. <laughs> he's got I'm that. Riding a, I'm riding the Clydesdale, man. Right, right, right in front of the Budweiser. <laughs> he, he's got that donut on a fishing pole in front of that Clydesdale, <laughs> yeah. keeping him trucking, taking yeah, right. a bite hey, everywhere. Hey, 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 time on now. Those are my jokes. <laughs> I can I can come at me all day with the jokes. You stick to the redneck stuff, all right? <laughs> you got it, man. You got it. I'm good at that. You know what I wanted, what I did want to bring up this week, though, I think is really cool that I think a lot of you. Yeah. It's better to be laughed with than laughed at. I wouldn't know. Yeah. One of the things we were talking about, we had a few com a conversation last week about this podcast. This is a great opportunity for you guys out there that are Christians, for instance. And you got that buddy out there that's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not down with that Christian thing. You guys are all weak. You guys are this, you're that. And, you know, you know, they have this false, you know, perception of what Christian guys are like. Tell them pick up, pick up their old uh, iPhones and check us out on Spotify, so they can have an opportunity to realize we're just regular dudes like everybody else. The only difference is we love Jesus Christ, Amen, and we Amen. use Him as the example and the measuring stick in our lives. You know, right? But you know, we go through it like everybody else. We're going through this uh, this journey called life. These these obstacles and and trials and tribulations we all face as men. I mean, we're all going through it. 
you know, and that's what we want to do. We want to talk about these things so guys can get out there and say, say, you know what? Maybe, you know, these guys, this, this Christian thing that they keep talking about, maybe I've got a false interpretation of what that is. These guys, everyday guys, just like me. Right. We ain't, we ain't soft. We're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. We're just, we're in the same, we're in the same work areas as you. We're in the same relationships as you. We have all the same issues as you. We're just two regular dudes. That's why I make sure to point it out that we're not ordained. We're not. We have no special, you know, degrees. We or ain't anything. psychiatrists and we ain't therapists. And if you're looking for us to be your shrink, you got more problems. <laughs> 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 I mean, there's nothing we can do for you. No, no. But on a serious note, what we do want to do is just have open dialogue. Right. And this week's topic is huge. And I'm going to be honest. I mean, we may just piss a few dudes off. This is something that a lot of people don't want to recognize and want to deal with. They got the blinders on, but we're going to talk about social media devices. And, and we intentionally split that up because the most common equipment used to access social media are your devices, your iPads, tablets, all of the different, you know, your phones, your computers, everything. So we intentionally did that D. Vices because yeah, be, they become vices. They become vices. That's right, and I'm glad that you brought that came out came around with that because that's exactly what they become. Also, though, we want to do a special shout out to my boy Mike Ames, who's our new statistician. Yeah, Mike. He's gonna be. He's got some stats for us tonight as we go through this podcast. He's gonna be helping us out with some numbers to try to bring this thing uh, full circle and bring it to life of how these certain areas in our lives are impacting us as a whole, as not only just men but as a society, as culture as Americans and then so on and so forth. So he's bringing the numbers that support the battles that we go through. It's true. There's, there's no, you, you can't, you can't lie about the numbers. The numbers are what they are. Well, I mean, if we're going to be honest, people today live on their phones. Truth. Now you're taking something that could be used for a lot of good things. So this guy's going to be out there going, well, man, they're making all, you know, technology sound bad or, you know, social media, bad. let's just squash all the, all that trash. Let's just get to the root of the thing. All these things could be used for great as great tools. They can be used for good things. Problem is we don't all use them for that. No. And for most guys that are out there right now, listening to this podcast, the only person you're fooling, if you're saying that you've never traveled down a rabbit hole, you shouldn't have on a, on a technical device is yourself. True. Because we all know better. We have access to things so fast now, so easily. I mean, you didn't got to research nothing no more. You just Google it. You yep. know what I'm saying? I know, Mike, one of the things that we talked about was screen time. Well, first, guys, let me thank you for uh, having me back. It means I didn't suck so bad. Threw me out. <laughs> Hold on now. The jury's still out on that. Uh, this is only that. your second one, That's Mike. That's true. Crap. You're right. Don't get cocky, guy. Don't get cocky. <laughs> No, so John, I just want to thank you guys. But uh, yeah, so what counts as screen time? Literally, it's TV, computer, playing video games, and smartphone tablets. That is the definition of screen time. And I catch myself all the time like, all right, I got my phone. wake up first thing in the morning. What am I checking? Hopefully, it's email, and hopefully, it's a Bible verse. But sometimes, I get caught up in oh, what's going on in Facebook, what's going on with everything like, you know, what, what else is going on? So, you know, trust me, I, I from a guy who knows and does, does nothing but technology for his job and for his life. Green time's a huge thing for me and my kids. It's a struggle we all we all fight with. Yeah, I'm just here to give you guys the stats and uh, glad to be back. 
You know, it's funny. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, when I get up in the morning, I grab my phone. The first thing I do with it is I use it as a flashlight. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The wife is sleeping, right? I don't want to turn all the lights on in the room. So I pick up my phone. I use this, the screen as, as like a little flashlight. I didn't know the ice cream truck came that early. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream truck has lights on it. It just happened to be outside. Okay. And I've told you, I've already established if when it shows up, I send the kids to get the ice cream. <laughs> you know, I buy, you fly. Right? <laughs> but that's what I find myself doing. I'll get up, I'll get my phone. I'll use it as a little flashlight. And then what happens is I go into the re restroom I sit in there and take a few minutes to myself. And what am I doing? I'm scrolling on the phone, looking at sports, looking at Facebook, mm -hmm. checking out our podcast. Mike makes a very good point. You know, as soon as you get up in the morning, you grab it and you just lie to yourself. Well, I'm using it as a flashlight. I don't want to wake the wife up. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, since I got it in my hand and I'm going to go do the business, I might as well sit down and check some things out and occupy my time. Right. But that's how it starts. Right. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, there's the app Barstool Sports. I was telling the guys about this yesterday. I was like, uh, Barstool Sports has nothing but sports, but if you scroll down, all of a sudden you see Instagram, you see Instagram models, you see, you know, you name it all. Like it literally is a rabbit hole right there for you. Oh yeah. So it's a matter of self-control. It's a matter of like, what do you see? Um, sometimes you like say, nope, not today. Not looking at that today. Cause <laughs> you never know where it can bring me. But there's always that day that you go, well, you know, you're gonna, mm -hmm. you know, what's the big deal. And the thing exactly. is too, is, you know, that's how it becomes a time stealer. Uh, I'm just going to be five minutes. I'm going to see who won the game. I'm going to check out my stocks. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to get back, you know, get back to reality. And then half an hour later, your legs are numb. You're still sitting on the toilet. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know what? Your wife, I thought that was just me. Man. No, no. Your, your wife, le no. Your legs go numb too? Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah. Dude, I thought it was because I was just a big guy. No, I mean, you're you're no. kind of scrawny and your legs are going, I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not doing half bad. You, I mean, you, you, know you've been, you know you've had too much screen time when your wife's beating on the door going, do you need me to throw you a rope? Yeah, and, you, and your toes are turning purple. You know it's time. You know? <laughs> you, it's the second office. You stand up I, off I the toilet. the second office. Yeah. You stand up off the toilet and you fall down because your legs are numb. Are, are there any statistics on the average uh, screen time that they yeah. have? Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm mean, sorry. Right now, right now, I mean, the average... Uh, just too much screen time, and this is not just for kids. This is like six, like seven percent have five plus hours a day on just screens, and that's not including their job. It's not included. It's wow. pretty much calling, and that's just like cell phones and tablets and everything like that. So yeah, I mean the fact that the average age for a kid right now with an iPad or a phone is ten years old, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Like my. Like I catch myself all the time saying my three-year-old literally has his own iPad that my mom, that my mom bought him before we moved to Florida. He, he uses it all the time and I make sure he's using it for school and learning and preschool stuff. But of course he goes on, you know, he, he luckily it's just YouTube kids, them but he kids, finds something. Them games. Exactly. Oh yeah. He knows how to use an iPad better than my grandparents. I was just wondering if they figured in the average John time, you know. Well, <laughs> John time. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, in their D uh, oh my gosh. There, Here we yeah. go. John D. Vices. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the average uh, stool time? Uh, <laughs> stool time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Let me, let me pull my pants up. Bowing well, down to the porcelain guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but Mike makes a good point. I mean, how many times, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but how many parents do you see using that as the babysitter? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like they give the kid the tablet and the kid's playing games on it or, or watching ship movies or whatever it may be. And it's the babysitter. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. as they grow up, as they get older, you're yelling at them because they're on their phone all the time. What's well, a ship movie? It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's one. That's one you watch on the John. Was that? Yeah. that was some kind of uh, auto correct spell or something? Right? <laughs> Did I say hey, some movie? You, you said some movie. Wow, some movie. Watch, watch a movie. Doobie, I was, doobie. I was, I was speaking really fast. It was watch a movie. I guess I said Shamovie. Yeah, sure yeah. it was. Yeah. Is that a whale joke, man? Is that a whale joke? Shamu? Shamovie? Shamovie. Bro. So, John, it's let me... It does not more. involve an ice cream truck. <laughs> it's no joke. So, John, just let me add one more stat. Like, I found this interesting. Like, lack of sleep, four hours. If, if a kid uses a tablet for four hours, they have a 20-minute... It takes them longer to sleep. And a blue light on a screen or a black screen, you know, something that's not black is, like, just has a light on it. It's... It's like similar effect to caffeine. Like there's a reason why they create these apps. There's a reason why they create all these things is to keep these kids pressing buttons. You notice any app you download, any, uh, you know, you name any game, they always are free because they have ads and they track all that stuff. So they're purposely set up for kids. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, my understanding is, is that we like to point the finger at the kids a lot, but is, is there a statistic that talks about people like our age, the time that they're it, on? It's it's the same thing. I mean, it's oh. even worse now, especially now with COVID-19 going on. I mean, I catch myself on it a lot more than I normally would be because of that very reason. I mean, even with the the, the, the blue hairs, they're on it too. I mean, my, my mother-in-law is, you know, the 70 and above. They're, they figured out this phone and it's like Christmas. You know, she plays, you know, Smurf Berries, uh, Candy Crush. I mean... You know, all these different games on it, social at, media. At what age does that blue hair kick in? I mean, <laughs> dude, what, I'm, in, I'm in a lot of trouble. What are you, a, <laughs> what are you officially one of them? Hey, you had you could you had to jump in on that. I'm in a lot of trouble, bro. <laughs> no, man. 70s and above, I think. 70s and above. 70. All yeah. right. I'm, I'm good. Uh, you're, you're you got good, my answer. You're good, Prince. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the salt and pepper stage. You're not blue. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing too about these 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 stats, those are the numbers. Those are those, that's the actual screen time. That's what is happening out there. So when you really think about it, what was that? Five hours on average. Yep. And that's not counting work and counting computers. Nope. Right. And you spend an average of eight hours at work, half an hour, forty five minutes traveling. So that means when you're home, you're glued that's fourteen to your, hours a day. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's just nuts. And the problem is, is it's not all good hours. Like we were saying earlier. These devices are, they're great when used correctly. And there's 90, I'd say, I don't know a stat on this, but there's probably 98% of us that are not using them for the good purposes. Well, let's take one, one big flashing light here for dudes. Porn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we let, let's, let's just address the elephant in the room because there's a lot of dudes out there that think they're doing this crap in secret, whatever. But Mike's going to be able to show you tonight that nothing's a secret because he's got stats that can tell you about porn. Yeah. So you think you're hiding it? You ain't hiding yeah. it. They're tracking everything you're yeah. doing. What yeah. are some of the numbers you found on porn, Mike? Uh, over almost 29,000 users are watching pornography every second. And this a is coming from a Christian website. A second? A second. 29,000 users. A second. Every a second. second. Let's see. Another one 90% of teens and 96% of young adults are either encouraging, accepting, or neutral when talking about porn with their friends. So they oh, yeah. just pretty much, it's just common nature now. So that's, that's the new norm. Yep. Like you're odd. You're the odd man out if you're not looking at porn. And you know what, dude, I can actually attest to that. I was doing a job. I work with construction workers and stuff like that. And the two guys that I was working with, I'm an inspector. They're talking to me, you know, they're talking about porn, so on and so forth. And I'm actually just sitting there minding my own business, not, you know, not engaging because it's not what I do. And they looked at me realizing that I'm not saying anything. They're like, Oh, come on, man. You know, you watch porn. And I looked at him. I said, no, really, I don't. 
They're like, oh, come on. Everybody watches porn. I'm like, not everybody. Well, there you go. I mean, that's the mentality. They think everybody does it. Right. It's the new norm, yeah. you, you know, and yeah, I don't want to be normal. You don't need, what is the definition of porn? You got Netflix. Yeah. There well, you go. I think that definition is going to change. They call that soft porn. That's Skinamax. Skinamax is, they call that soft porn. Yeah. 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 yeah you know what I mean? It's just a lie in everything. That's right? it. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's exactly. what we do. And it, that's how guys get trapped. Yeah, exactly. And, that's and how you it, end up down that rubber, yeah, that rabbit that, hole. That rabbit hole. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, it's, it's one of them things where it gets a hold of you. So John, I just want to add one more thing. Everybody thinks this is just a real world thing and it's not Christians. Well, one of the most telling stats was one out of five youth pastors and one out of seven senior pastors use porn on a regular basis and are currently struggling with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's more than 50,000 U.S. church leaders. Well, one thing that I have learned over my, over the years of being a Christian is this. All men are men. We all put our pants on the same way. Mm-hmm. Now, some of us may jump both legs in the hole at the same time. I'm not gifted athletically enough to do that. I got to put one leg on a time, okay? Hey, if you ever try that, let me bring a camera, though. I'll be, I'll be right over. Well, you'll Give know if, five I, you'll know if I try I'll that. Be I'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there because you'll be at the hospital visiting me. <laughs> I mean, some guys just don't be, need to be playing that, you know what I'm saying? On a serious note, though, we're all men. We're all flawed. We all struggle. Right. Right. Christian, not Christian. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if you're a pastor or a youth pastor, I mean, we all have the same struggles. Lust is not something that's just, you know, for the average Joe, you know, you're not exempt from those things because you're a pastor. Right. You're not exempt from those things because you're a youth pastor. You're not exempt because you're Christian. Matter of fact, a lot of times, the more that you are exposed to sin or the thought of a sin, a lot of times you find yourself gravitating closer to it. Right. You get trying, drawn to it. Yeah, trying to avoid it. You're so focused on it that you end up being drawn to it. Yeah. And sometimes ministry can be a lonely place. Right. Yeah. So you're mm-hmm. looking. It's true. That's yeah. true, man. You know, the whole part about this is it's not just porn. It's, it's, we talked about this before, crap in, crap out. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, whether it's porn, whether it's just, just garbage, you know, just, just. Well, think about it. Why do they do it? Why do guys, with guys, any kind of social media, whether it's sports, whether it's porn, whether it's games, whatever it may be, we use this term so often. It's called a release. Right. Like you talk to dudes and they say, well, I'm just looking for a release. Right. So we think, well, what's the driver? Well, obviously, if you're looking for a release, it must be stress or pressure. Right. So the issue that you have is, is that you're trying to find release and in, in, in rest and comfort in something else. That's never going to give it to you. It's not reality. Because, you know, I know a lot of guys, and one of the things I've learned from guys that are caught up in porn is that it's exhausting. You know, you talk to them and it's like, it's this, it's this dirty little secret. They, they, they're they exhausted because they're always wondering who's going to find out. So is the wife going to catch him? Is, you know, the kid's going to find out? Or, you know, am I going to get exposed? And, and, and it's just, it's exhausting. Yeah. And, and also, why am I not happy in my current relationship? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the porn is setting you up. It's, it's giving you a false sense of reality. Oof. You know, that, that it's not real. Just like Hollywood, it's not real. Well, it's like know? I told my 19-year-old son, we were talking about this tonight. He's not the only one who deals with it. Every guy that I've ever met with a teenage boy is dealing with it. Right. It's, it's false expectations. Yeah. You're creating a false expectation for that young lady that you're eventually going to fall in live, love with and want to have a relationship with. 
And you're going to be expecting her to be something she's not because it's not real. It's fake. Right. Exactly. And what happens to a lot of guys is they bring that trash into their relationship and then they put that pressure on their wives. Right. And because they don't fulfill that specific need or fantasy, they become up feeling like they're being cheated or whatever. And it causes problems in the relationship. Yep. But you know, I don't want to go down a huge rabbit hole and just point because that's not the only thing that we're, that guys are gravitating towards. I mean, sports. You, you brought up, uh, Mike, you brought up uh, barstool sports is one of the things you like yep. to look at. There's yeah. all kinds of different sports outlets. Yep. Is there any statistics on that? Or uh, No sports stats that I could find right away, but uh, definitely something that I know is always there uh, because I see it. Like, you know, you go to Bleacher Report, that is stats. Like, that is baseball, that's sports. Mm -hmm. But if you go to barstool, you get the behind the scenes and like some like non-Christian, I would say, that, I mean, I catch myself all the time. I was like, man, should I be reading this? Should I be watch, should I be like checking this out? I mean, it's not, you know, porn, but it could be close enough to be considered porn. So that's where that other stat that I was going to bring up was, is that um, there's one right here. It talked about 64% of Christian men and 15% of Christian women say they watch porn at, at least once a month. That was a, that was, and that's just Christian people that, I mean, they're not even the pat that, you know, that's just an example of like seeing that stat. What was this? What was the percent on the 64% of men? And 15% of women. I've heard that, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that the percent of women looking at porn is on the upward tick. Oh, yeah. I, that mm -hmm. young girls are are being uh, drawn to porn more than ever before. It's really indicative of the culture we live in today. It's it's scary because well, now they're, they're feeling like they have to put it out there. One of the things that we have a problem with now with the youth is Snapchat. Right. Mm -hmm. And... What what happens there is they think that they can send these pictures all over the place and they disappear. Well, they don't. No, they may disappear off your phone, but it's logged into a logged into a, a mainframe somewhere, and it can always be pulled up. And the bright part is, is there's going to be people out there who have a really twisted mind that are going to collect these. Mm -hmm. There used to be a thing at <laughs> at Disney, and it was they called it Flash Mountain where people would go on the ride Splash Mountain and they take a picture and all that stuff and you could you could collect your picture well they apparently it was a thing for people you know women to to flash mm -hmm. their chest while going down the picture well they thought oh ha 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 they just get deleted well no there's a lot of people who are collecting those pictures and guess what they're doing they're putting them on social media yeah. they're putting them on web pages so you may have thought it was just some innocent fun but next thing you know there you are bare chested going down a ride on some pornographic website. And I wanted to point out a fact that Mike said, you know, he's looking at some stuff and he's like, you know, should I be looking at this? If you're asking yourself, should you be looking at it? Should the answer is no. no. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because like Mr. Krista Bone said in one of our previous podcasts is you don't just wake up one day and decide, hey, I'm going to go cheat on my wife. Right. Or, hey, I'm going to go do this. It's those baby steps, that right. those little bitty steps that lead to that big final decision. Well, it's a and especially if you're exposed to, it's like we said also with garbage in, garbage out. What are you, what are you bringing in is eventually is going gonna, is gonna to come out. You got to guide your heart. It starts with your mind. It starts with your eyes. What's going in your eyes is going through your mind. And eventually it's going to affect your heart. It's going to affect the way you feel about your wife. It's going to affect the way you feel about your girlfriend. Uh, it's going to affect the way you feel about who knows who you're, who you're going to meet. Like you said, the expectations you're going to put on that woman that you're going to find, that you're going to fall in love with, it's affecting them. It may not be affecting them at that very moment, but once you increase your relationship. Well, here's the other thing too. I mean, why are we so drawn to social media anyway? 
And then the last podcast that we had, one of the things we were talking about was being checked out. Right. You know, are you really here? Are you, are you here? I think it's a hiding place for a lot of men. It's real easy to get lost in one of the things I, I catch myself doing. Like every once in a while, I'll go on um, the app thing, the app store, right? Yeah. And I'll get, I'll get a game, right? I'll start playing this game. And then all of a sudden, I find myself playing this game and I'm playing this game and now I'm playing this game. And I'm like, wow, now my- I'm so caught up in this thing. So then I delete it and I'll go by a few months, not play anything, but then I'll get bored one day and I'll put another one on and I'll start playing until I realize, well, I'm getting sucked in again. And then I delete it. Right. Problem is, is that there are people out there that don't delete them. Mm -hmm. They're living in them. Right. And at that point, that's when it becomes a Trojan horse. Yeah. Honest intentions are, are great, are good. It's going to help me with work. It's going to help me be more productive. I can spend more time at home, you know, but what happens is you spend more time at home but you're not there. Right. You're on that device. Well, you look at it. We were talking, Mike, the other day, you were saying how there's a virtual pool you can do, right? Yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, Pretty much when COVID-19 shut us, shut everything down, they started virtual pool tournaments. And I was like, all right, why would I want to play virtual pool? I'm used to playing regular pool. And then all of a sudden I'm playing, I'm like, oh, this is fun. And now I've caught myself literally playing for like an hour or two, just playing and I'm like, oh, well, I'm helping my pool game. I'm, you know, I'm lying to myself, but I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm seeing the angles of the shots. I'm seeing, you know, it's helping me, but yet it's also keeping me away from spending time with the family when I'm just caught up into it. So trust me, I could speak to that up and or down. You, or you tell yourself that, well, I'm not at a bar doing it. You know, I'm exactly. not, out, I'm not out drinking. I'm not out around, you know, women. I'm not out doing Oh, it. you will justify it. Yeah. You There's know, no doubt about it. Justification. It's, That's all it's doing. that Zynga poker for me, man. I'm a poker dude. And uh, I'll tell you what, I've caught myself hours yeah. on that, and I had to delete it. Your legs I go really to sleep did. too. Yeah, yeah. Your legs <laughs> went to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his toes were turning purple too. <laughs> Kids are banging on the door. Dad, get out! I gotta yeah, go. The wife was screaming. Dog was barking. I finally had to give it up. You know. <laughs> but you know, we may, we laugh, but the reality of it is, is we can we can justify these things by saying, "Well, hey, I'm not going out. At, I'm not going to a." a casino. I'm not out at a bar. I'm not out drinking. I'm not out around other about around women or having inappropriate conversations. This, this, I'm doing this at home. I'm not hurting anybody, but when you're living inside of it and your attention is on it and it's not on what's going on in the house or in your life, dude, there are guys right now that'll not come to work because they're playing video games. Yep. We got guys that won't come to work because they're playing video games. They're binging on a game. You know, I mean, there are guys out there that have lost their jobs so that they could so that they could stay home and play games. Lost their wife. Yeah. Lost, <laughs> lost their kids. I've heard about that. Like, you know what cracks me up, though, Mike, is that you, you hear all these stories about guys playing video games. And then you'll look at these videos where these women get mad for them playing video games. And then you find out the girls are the one that bought them the game system. <laughs> yep. It's like, what Tro- the hell are you doing? You, you know, Trojan horse. Tro- right. You bring, oh, oh, honey, here's your game system. I love you, baby. And then all of a sudden he's living on it. Well, wake up. You're, you're, you're bringing something into your relationship that's going to cause division. Right. Because if you notice, segueing into the video games aspect of, of social media and all those type of things, because it is social media because you can play with other people all over the country. You ever notice that there's no more, hardly any two player games anymore? Right. All single player. And all single player. You got to have your own game system. You play, you're by yourself playing and you're talking to a dude in a headset or a girl in a headset and you're creating these snap, these chat rooms and all this other stuff. Right. 
And the only reason why I know about this is because my 19-year-old son tells me about it, right? But now you're living in this game. Right. And there are grown men out there right now that are spending five, six hours on a video game. Bro, I got to tell you, man, you know, there's nothing wrong with playing video games, but it's like anything else. You got to have boundaries, right? healthy boundaries <clears throat> and, and not be living in it. And qu quite honestly, there's inappropriate conversations, language and everything else going on in these games. And your, your kid, your 17, 18, 16, 14, 13 year old son is on there playing a video game with a 45 year old man. Yep. Moderation is key. That's what I tell my kids all the time. Focus, you know, try not to do it too much or else it's going to become a habit and addiction. Yep. That rabbit hole. That's it. Exactly. Now, and there's another aspect. Yeah. I was just going to say it's another form of porn right there. You seen uh, GTA? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. GTA 5. You, you know, I stopped playing it. There's a, there's a scene, uh, the girl giving him a blowjob in the back seat. On a video game. On a video game. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you got 13-year-olds, 12-year-olds playing this game. Man, that's that that's shocking to me. It's scary, man. Yeah. And it made some people, oh, I can't believe he said blowjob. Oh, you know, but listen, man up. This is the world we live in. I mean, here's the problem. We got too many men that don't have what it takes to sit down and have these real conversations. Right. And you got all these young sons out there that are playing inappropriate games and are being subjected to stuff that they shouldn't be subjected to. And you know what it is? It goes back to what I said in the last podcast, the other podcast. This is an example of when you compromise, you lose, right? right. You know, I clarified the last one about comp there's nothing wrong with compromise, but when you compromise what's truth and what's right, you know, like I've had to go through it. Like my son years, years ago, when he was little, I got him the game Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's just some fighting game. Right. I go in there and this dude's slicing heads off and blood squirting everywhere and everything else. I'm like, what the hell did I just buy my kid? Right. Mm -hmm. So I got to go in there and take it from him. Right. I got to go in there and tell my son, who's a, you know, a little boy, hey, daddy screwed up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, reminds me of another situation. We went to the movie theater one time and I don't know if you guys are familiar with, uh, what was that movie? Um, right on the tip of my tongue. But I took him to a movie and the previews made it kind of look like a video game type movie. And we're sitting there and the first scene, the girl's in a brothel. And I'm looking at my son, uh, Sucker Punch. It was the name right. of the movie, Sucker Punch, right? Got my kid in there. He's like 12. I thought, you know, we saw these fight scenes and everything. I'm thinking this is pretty cool. We're sitting there and he's next to me. And all of a sudden we're watching this movie and it's like, these girls are in a brothel. There's you know, sexual innuendos and all this other stuff. And I'm looking at my kid. I'm like, oh, I looked, had to look at him. I said, bro, I don't want you to get upset, but dad done made a huge mistake. Got to go. We got to leave. He's like, what do you mean, daddy? I'm like, buddy, this movie ain't for us. You can't watch this. Daddy screwed up. And I had to pick my son up and leave. Right. There's too many guys out there who too damn chicken to get up and leave the theater. Right. I just spent... $30 on popcorn and $10 to see this movie. I'm going to sit here and watch it. I don't care what's and, on. And you know what I did? I walked up to the ticket counter and I said to the lady, I said, look, I just bought tickets. Here's the receipts. Take my son to this movie. I screwed up. I didn't realize that the movie was as explicit as it was. Shame on me as a parent because I didn't do the, the research, right? I said, is there any way I could trade this for another movie? And you know what the movie theater did? They traded the ticket for me. Nice. And we went to a different movie. But, you know, as a man, you got to look at your son and be able to say, this is not appropriate, you right. know? And that's, and that's humility, mm -hmm. being able to admit to them, look, I screwed up. It was my bad. 
I didn't mean to do this. I didn't realize what was going on. So I need to make it right. And you know what? At that point, if they would have said no, you still, you leave. Take the hit. That's it. <laughs> you got to, as a father, you have to take the hit. And you got to call, yeah, you got to draw the line in the sand. Yeah. And you made a good point. We brought it up before, Ray, about Trojan horses. We, we, we bring these things into the house because we want to be, you know, we want to give our kids all the latest and the greatest. And we want them to be able to play games with their, with their friends and to socialize or whatever. But at the end of the day, we've got to have boundaries, man. We've got to make sure that we're doing what's right. Not what, what they want or what the world tells us. Not because, what's cool. Because it's, yeah, because what cool, what's cool isn't always right. Right. The problem is, is we can live in this stuff and we can justify it or just lie it all we want to. And it destroys relationships. It puts out false expectations. It, it demotivates kids from, from getting out and wanting to do stuff. They said that there was a downturn on a number of kids playing sports. Well, hell, if you can be LeBron James on a game system and you don't have to sweat and you can win the NBA finals. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my son has been in the other room playing Madden and come in and tell me about how he just scored a touchdown all excited. Like he actually just did it. Right. I'm like, bro, you do know that this is a game. You're not, you know, dad, man, I know, but man, I, you should have seen it. I did this. And my guy did this. And I'm, I'm up 37 and this. I'm like, bro, it's a game. It ain't real. Right. <laughs> they don't have to, they don't have to get out there and play football anymore. They can be Tom Brady. They can be Drew Brees. They can be, uh, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson on a video game yeah. and they make them very realistic these days. You know, that, so we got to be very careful. Yeah. And the problem with that is that when they go to try out for a sport and they're not as good as what they're playing on their video games and they have to try 10 times harder and they have to do the running and they have to do all the calisthenics and they have to do all the work. Oh, it's work. Right. Yeah. That's they, a key. They go, screw this. I'll just go sit in my chair and I'll, yeah. like you said, I'll be LeBron James. I'll go do, you know, I'll be the baddest man out there. I don't, I'm not here to sweat. Right. <laughs> and so, I'm into that sweat equity, bro. Right. Perfect example of that is when, remember when Guitar Hero came out and uh, these kids were just jamming on Guitar Hero mm -hmm. and they thought, wow, I can play guitar. Mm -hmm. Then they go out and buy oh, guitars. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they realize I ain't no good at the guitar. No, I can't play at all. Yep. I'll yep. go back to Guitar Hero because I'm good there. That's correct. Yep. Yep. It's that instant gratification. And unfortunately- It's a lie. Yeah. And well, they get that instant gratification without all the effort, you know? So they think, you know, I'll just do this and I'll be great. Everything's good. And like you said, it's a lie, man. It's a huge lie. So I worked remotely for a the for the company I was working for as a part-time job in Maine and like their travel baseball program. And then what they're gonna see is with all this COVID-19 going on right now, they're gonna see who are the people that are working hard and who are the people that just took advantage of video games and seeing like you'll see who the athletes really are and who really wants to drive when when when, you know, everything hit the bed, like everything crap hit the fan, can't go to the field, you can't be forced to do it. You're now going to see who's like, you know, unfortunately I had to say it, but my stepson's going to have a rude awakening come football season with everything going on because, you know, he, you know, his lacrosse season was cut short and now he's, you know, been getting back in the video games, getting back and just being relaxing and focusing just on being at the home. You know, the problem is that he doesn't, I think that's what's also leading to some depression around this whole and, and everything yeah. with all kids is that they can't get out. They don't have that ability to run out and go do gym class. They don't have the ability to go play out with their friends. So now they're, they have that, they have, they, you know, they have their choice. And unfortunately, a lot of them are choosing the video games and that's causing huge problems right now. And you'll see it once the seasons kick in. Well, how do you deal with reality when you're living in fantasy? 
I mean, how do you deal with adversity when you always get what you want and you're always winning? Right. And when real life hits, you don't know how to deal with it because you've been living in a false world with a false narrative that's not real and it's been a lie. So you don't just regenerate and start over. <laughs> you know, before we close tonight, I, I want to tell a quick story. When I was, my son was little, we used to have that NCAA football game, you know, college football game. He couldn't play, you know, he didn't know anything what he was doing. So I would always play the computer and I would give him the controller and then I would play the computer and I would smash the computer with, with whatever team I was playing. But I always told him he was the team that was winning. So he's walking around with his chest puffed out, you know, talking about how he's destroying his dad on NCAA, beats him 50 to nothing, blah, 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 blah. And my wife pulled me off the side. She says, hey, you got to quit that. And I said, quit what? She goes, he thinks he's good at that game. And I said, so what? She said, what are you going to do when he goes to some kid's house and he's bragging about how good he is and he doesn't even know how to play? Right. He's going to get humiliated. And I'm like, ugh. So I go to my son and I said, listen, I got to have a talk with you. He's like, yeah, what's up, dad? I said, you know how we've been playing that video game? He says, yeah. When I'm always waxing you on, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, I had a talk with your mom. <laughs> That's when you always know you're in trouble. <laughs> when you start off, I had a talk with your mom. I had a talk with your mom. She told me that, uh, I said, one thing you don't realize is I said that uh, you actually haven't been playing the game. I said, dad's been playing the game and giving you the controller and I've been playing the computer and making you think that you're winning. He goes, what? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I said, well, and mom's told me, you know, I, I can't be doing that anymore. And he looked at me, he says, why? <laughs> I said, because it's not right. It's telling you you're winning and you're really not. He goes, I don't care. I want to keep winning. Oh, no. <clears throat> and, and, and it hit me right there. He didn't care whether he was playing the game or not. What mattered to him is whether he's winning. And it's a false narrative and it's a false lie. And that's the reality of what we're talking about tonight. And in closing, I just want to say this. There are a lot of you guys out, right, out there right now. You're living in a lie. You're living your life on the other side of a screen. You're putting all your faith and all your value in things like video games pornography, sports, you know, all these social media outlets and you're ignoring what's around you. And when real life hits you, you don't know how to deal with it. And then you wonder why you're struggling. You got to put it down. These things aren't bad if you have boundaries and you have things in place to where you say, you know what, I'm only going to do this for so much. But if you're taken away from the things that matter in life, your job, your kids, your wife, your girlfriend, your family members, your relationships, you got you got to you got to take a hard look at yourself. You know because the justification you think you're finding in these things, it's not real. It is not real. The things that you're going to find that are actually truly real are the true relationships you have with people, real people in your life. And if you don't surround yourself with those type of people, well, you're going to end up a very lonely person. And you're going to have all these 550 Facebook friends that never call, that never show up, that aren't there when you're doing, going through the difficult times in life, that aren't honest, not real with you, because quite honestly, they really don't care about you. You need to surround yourself with men that care about you, that are going to be honest with you and straightforward. When you do that and you uh, develop those type of relationships, you're going to be in a place where you're going to walk boldly and confidently in the truth. And that, my friends, that's where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> 